Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Episode two. Uh, I'm really excited to do this episode and we're going to hop right into it. But as always, I love chatting with you all. It's, it's one of my favorite things to do. So if you want to chat, uh, ask me any questions, chat about anything, feel free to message me on Instagram. It's at case.kenny and we can chat. So let's do this. So today I'm going to talk about why I think you should stop being so realistic. I'm going to talk about why I don't think you should even be asking yourself a question like, what should I have accomplished by 25 or 30 or 35? Instead, I'm going to talk about what I think is a more appropriate mindset to have and what in my life has taught me this. So this all started the other day when I saw a post on Reddit where someone asked, what should you have realistically accomplished in your 20s? And this person listed off a couple of items like home ownership, marriage, salary, uh, a couple other things. And he asked for input on what were the other expected realistic accomplishments that one should have in their 20s. And the responses to his question varied. There are a lot of different things on there. But the, to me, there seemed to be this underlying consensus that the, the question is, is bullshit, that it was not a good question to ask. And frankly, I couldn't agree more. Yet if I think personally and I think about what I've observed uh, with my friend circle and my peers, we all ask ourselves this question a lot. So I decided to do this episode to implore you to please stop asking yourself this question. Because I think if, if you find yourself frequently asking yourself this question or you feel some pressure related to it weighing on you, you've really fallen victim to kind of, you know, maybe the, the anxiety that's the result of media coverage of 18-year-old tech startup CEOs, the expectations of previous generations, maybe your parents, what you see on Instagram, what you see on the news, what you see on social media. And I think the truth of the matter is that succumbing to this question and allowing it to shape your goals is such a fast way to mediocrity. It encourages you to be realistic about what you should have accomplished in your 20s or 30s. And I think it's totally fine if you don't know exactly what you want to do or you, you haven't mapped out those goals for yourself. But please, I think regardless of where you are in that journey, you should stop being so realistic. 
So if you were to ask me, okay, so what, what should you have accomplished in your 20s or in your 30s? I would say nothing. I would say zero. I think that specifically your 20s, for example, that's a time for setting the framework for your life's work. It's not a time to compare and meet expectations. It's a time to do all kinds of weird shit. It's, a not, it's not a time to be checking off boxes that someone else or a previous generation set for you. And while, yes, of course, I think that, you know, making moves and creating, getting promoted, you know, getting recognized and, you know, make, making your parents relieved that you're not a total screw up. Those are nice, warm, fuzzy feelings to have. But that's not what your 20s and 30s are for. They're for exploring and nurturing and really propelling yourself on your own life's journey. You know, personally, I know I know people in their 20s, uh, for example, across all different ends of a life spectrum. Right. So newly married people married with children people with no jobs, people in grad school, people working minimum wage jobs. I know CEOs of tech companies. I know rising stars of their own companies, um, entertainers, musicians, celebrities, people have been laid off, everyone in between. And clearly, those are all very vastly different phases of life. And these these people are all in their 20s and 30s. So how having their life respective journeys are incredibly diverse, but they're all leading themselves somewhere unique. So how can we how can we hold them to a common standard or a common expectation? There's no way. And you know, I think in my life I've found that patience is such an important quality. I used to really torture myself with comparing my personal and entrepreneurial journey with others. I started Pursuit, for example, in 2014, and I would always be beating myself up over the fact that I hadn't crossed this benchmark or scaled to this revenue. And I would constantly compare my accomplishments with those that I saw on the news or within my network or within my circle of influence. I would ask myself, you know, why haven't I made a million dollars? Why don't I live in this penthouse? Why, you know, why am I not married? Why haven't I found someone? Why am I not famous? Yada, yada, yada. And each day I would get older and I would continue to have that mindset. Why haven't I accomplished this by now? Other people have. And it took me a long time to get to the mindset that I have now. I just turned 30. But I'd say kind of probably over the past two years, I really started to think about accomplishment and patience and expectations in a different manner. So this is what I learned and this is what the podcast is about. So I'm going to outline... Just a couple quick points about, uh, six points about accomplishment in your 20s and 30s. And again, I I said this in the first episode, but I never want to be perceived as like a self-help guru or some kind of expert or a life coach or anything like that. So please accept my advice as just a simple reflection of what I've learned lately. So the first point is, uh, let's just get this out of the way, that nothing good can come from the question of what should I accomplish in my 20s. The question itself is a lose-lose scenario. I think if you think about it, if you don't match the expectations that are set for you, you're naturally going to feel like a failure, like a loser, right? But if you have, you've checked all the boxes, you're excelling in life and career and relationships, you know, it's likely that you're going to become complacent and you're not going to grow consistently in that manner anymore. And I've seen this firsthand across my network. So I think you should just avoid asking yourself this question in the first place. If there's anything you take from this podcast, don't ask yourself this question because that question is derivative of expectations. And frankly, when it comes to expectations, they're, they're really, they're non-existent because no one actually cares. And that's my second point. No one cares. Seriously, no one, no one really cares. Who cares? Like, I think, like many people, I, I find myself sometimes struck with a sense of inferiority or like diminished worth when I compare myself to others. You know, what must this person think of me? I've only done this and that person's done all this. You know, I'm that. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? 
not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Odd man out here. Every, everyone's thinking that about me. And, you know, as much as, you know, I think if you know me personally, I, I, for some reason, I'm convinced that everyone's staring at me when I walk down the streets of Chicago. So maybe that's a separate topic. But I think, you know, it's true. No one's actually judging you or truly cares. And if you don't believe me, you should definitely check out this book called Status Anxiety. It's by Elaine de Botton. And he has this thesis that no one cares or thinks about what you're doing. And you shouldn't care either way. But he, it's actually a, a really powerful book. And he backs it with some great insights. So check it out. But regardless... Ignore the question, as I said in my first point, and in general, just stop comparing yourself in the first place. And a powerful realization for me, it was that there's always going to be someone better at something than you. That's the reality of the world. So to compare yourself in this fashion in, in the first place is setting yourself up for failure. It's setting yourself up for a life of frustration. You know, to ask yourself a question like, what should you have accomplished? That's not the right question. Anyway, it's a very impersonal question. And that's my third point. You need to ask yourself the right questions. You know, and I'm all for setting goals for yourself. I think it's, it's very important. I'm all for pushing yourself. That is essential for setting yourself in the right direction in life. But if you don't have your compass set right, you're going to end up wherever the wind takes you. You're going to end up copying someone else's dream, living their dream, plagiarizing their life. If you're setting goals based on what you think you should accomplish or what you should do, you're kind of, you're kind of going about it backwards, honestly. You know, instead of, of thinking about what you should do or accomplish in tangible ways, you should be thinking about what makes me happy. And it sounds a little cliche, but I'm not talking about happy in a sense, you know, that it makes you happy because you're financially secure or you're happy because it's what's expected of you. And now you're relieved as a result. I'm, ta- I'm talking about like literal happiness. I'm talking about like what puts a smile on your face, kind of like butterflies and rainbows type stuff, right? And that's what your 20s and 30s are for, I think. To do that, though, you need to establish what's important in your life. 
So I really want to encourage you to do that. So for me, for example, I've determined that the following bullet points are really important to me. I wrote them down that these are, this is what's important to me in my life, discovering and engaging in new experiences in unfamiliar environments, meeting new people, finding new perspectives on the world, improving myself every day, never accepting the status quo and surrounding myself with a small circle of people that I truly care for and they care for me. So those, those are the things that are important to me in my life. I think you should take the time and write those, those down for yourself, but do it in a way that sets yourself up for fulfillment. And that's my fourth point, that when setting goals for yourself, you should be looking forward, not backwards. You should use what is important to you to set goals for moving those items forward in your life. And I, I don't know about you, but I always get really frustrated when I hear people say, well, that's just the way how things have always been. That's just the way things are. It's really a, a bad way to approach life. But I think really we're, there's pressure to approach your 20s and 30s in this manner. So I really think it's important to try as best you can to create a blank slate of expectations and build on that. Try not to be swayed by the latest Forbes 30 under 30 list or the latest, you know, the media frenzy over that Instagram person. A blank slate is what provides the ground for you to move forward in a personal way, not according to some random expectations set by other people. Because in a, like, not to sound too much like your mom, but you, you're, you're special. And that's my fifth point. Like your mom was right. You're, you know, your parents always tell you that you're special, but like, seriously though, like why are you adhering to the measures of success that don't align with your own values, your own beliefs, your own dreams? So like it boggles my mind how easily sometimes we are, how easily it is for us to push aside our own values to align with what is expected of us. You know, if we're special, let's freaking act like it. Like you should make your goals personal. You should make them about you. You know, and not to sound too selfish, but life is about you. For example, like when I approach what life looks, what success looks like in my life, these are the things that I want to have affirmed. I want to have affirmed that, you know, my life journey is about writing every day. It's about having full confidence in my core values, in my personality. It's about achieving personal and financial freedom outside of the corporate world. It's about having the freedom to travel to wherever I want, when I want. Like those are about me. Those sound selfish, but those are so important. So I think we need to make that happen. And I think, you know, regardless to, to move things full circle, we need to do all these things right now. You know, your 20s and your 30s, now is the time to experiment. It's the time to get punched in the face. It's the time to fall on your ass time and time again and get back up. I think it's amazing what you can do at this stage in your life. So we shouldn't be wasting it. You know, you should really try to push yourself to discover who you are today. And I really want you to not wait to discover those things about yourself. Try not to wait until, you know, a midlife crisis or a quarter life crisis comes knocking to wake you up. I think if you address this realistic expectation question that this whole podcast was about, I think if you address it now, you're going to set yourself up for success and fulfillment in life. So decide now by asking yourself the right question. So I hope that was helpful. Um, you know, these realizations have really helped me a long way looking back in my 20s, and they really helped me get to where I am today. So that's that for episode two. Again, I love feedback, so feel free to message me on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. So until next time, I'm out.
The path to retirement is different for everyone. And as life changes, so do priorities. Fidelity can help you get where you want to go. With a free personalized plan, goal tracking, and timely insights, you'll be set to take on retirement. Whether you're saving for it or already living in it. Get started at fidelity.com slash take on. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.